0: This is the Colorado Tech Weekly podcast for Monday, March 7th, 2016. Colorado Tech Weekly is your source for the top 10 Colorado Tech news stories for the past week and the top 10 upcoming technology-related events for the upcoming week. I am your host, Scott Pantel. This podcast is powered by your interest in the Colorado technology community, and my interest as well. The best way for you to show your interest is by supporting the show through my Patreon page. That is at Patreon.com/slash/ColoradoTechWeekly. You can also make a one-time donation at ColoradoTechWeekly.com. So I was pretty excited and a little bit nervous to record this podcast this week, after seeing it listed in Jess Ryan's list of Colorado Tech podcasts listened to on Built in Colorado. I was excited because this is exactly why I'm doing this podcast. And I was a little bit nervous because this really is still a work in progress. Although I did learn last year that the only way to get good at something you are passionate about is just to keep doing it so you can learn from it. So since I am still learning, I wanted to take a moment to say thank you for listening to the podcast. It means a lot. Today is the last day to register for this Thursday's sea level at a mile high. Sea level is the Colorado Technology Association's premier event for networking and fundraising. It will be held on the club level of Sports Authority Field this Thursday from 5 to 8 p.m. Go to LevelMileHigh.org to register, and I hope to see you there. Now, on to the headlines. From the Denver Post, Raytheon and Regis University hosted the Rocky Mountain Collegiate Cyber Defense Competition last week. is a great way for students to get a taste of the cybersecurity field. I know Regis has a thriving cybersecurity community there, so it's great to see events like this happen. Although the winner of the event was, unfortunately, Utah's Brigham Young University, but at least the team from CSU came in second. Also from the Denver Post, Colorado Technology Association CEO Eric Matisek will be stepping down as CEO of CTA at the end of this month. He's going to take up a new position at Denver University as the Executive Director of Project Excite, which is an initiative to get DU's business, law, and computer schools to work together. This is a great way to ensure that tech entrepreneurs in Denver have the knowledge they need to succeed. Matisek joins J.B. Holston as a big name in Colorado Tech to join DU's leadership team. So congratulations for the second week in a row, Eric. This move does make me wonder, though, who will be the next CEO of CTA? Send me your wild speculations to feedback at coloradotechweekly.com, and I'll mention them on next week's show. The Denver Post Tech Plus blog linked to the CompTIA Cyber States 2016 report with some good news about the Colorado tech industry. Colorado is ranked as the 13th state nationwide for tech jobs in the report because we employed 187,242 workers last year. This means my Twitter list, that seems huge with 3,164 Colorado tech people on it, still has some room to grow. It also means that the state in general has some awesome room to grow. So you've probably noticed if you're listening to this that podcasting has become a thing. That would be a thing with a capital T. The Denver Post highlights the new Turnpikers podcast that attempts to unite the tech communities that are connected by the U.S. 36 Turnpike, being Boulder and Denver. The podcast features Luke Beatty and Danny Newman, who talk about and host people from the Colorado tech startup community. We'll talk a little bit more about podcasts later. Innovation News reports that Loveland-based Aleph Objects printed its millionth 3D part for the LulzBot desktop printer. I never really thought of the idea of a 3D printing company using their own 3D printers to make more of their own 3D printers, but it makes perfect sense. If you're curious to see how this works, ALIF Objects offers tours of their facility every Friday at 2 p.m. If you're looking to get a job in, the, in a growing tech startup, Built in Colorado profiled five companies looking to hire along the front range. There's New Media in Denver, who's looking for front-end, back-end, and Drupal developers. Denver-based shopping app Abada has over 30 open positions. Payroll and HR company Gusto has at least 6 positions open in Denver. Denver Denver-based travel company Inspirato has 18 open positions. And last is the Boulder-based Sovereign Holdings, who has 12 open positions. You can find out more about those positions and more at builtincolorado.com. From Innovation News... Robots are taking over the Denver Museum of Nature and Science. They're everywhere! No! Okay, maybe it's not that dramatic. But starting on March 18th, the museum will be hosting a new exhibit called Robot Revolution, supported by Google.org and the Boeing Company. Sounds like a ton of fun. Or it sounds like a peek into what the robot overlords have in store for us. Or maybe it's both. The Colorado Springs Gazette reports that Keysight Technologies is going to bring 200 jobs to Colorado Springs. They are moving their 200-person customer support operation from Inglewood to Colorado Springs. Keysight already employs 450 people in the Springs area to design and market oscilloscopes and other electronic analysis instruments. The Daily Camera wrote up a great review of the first annual T9 Hackathon. The T9 Hackathon was a woman-centered hackathon held last weekend at the Atlas Institute at the CU Boulder campus. And the last story of the week is my favorite story of the week. Jess Ryan profiled five Colorado Tech podcasts to add to your feed. This is great. I didn't realize there were four other Colorado Tech podcasts. The list features the podcast Embrace the Suck, a podcast by Denver's Mike Kilcoyne, where he talks about tech, startups, as well as some nerdy stuff. Then there's the Turnpikers podcast, as mentioned before, with Luke Beatty and Danny Newman. There's also Lumen Station's Denver Business podcast, which talks mostly about business in general in Denver, but has also hosted companies or guests from Go Code Colorado, Bowtie, and Kick Further. Then there's Zero to Scale, a Denver podcast about startups, That includes Greg Hickman and his Arizona-based co-host, Justin McGill. And last but definitely not least, there's this podcast. Jess says this is a great podcast for your drive home from work and that it's still new but shows a lot of promise. I couldn't agree more. Thanks, Jess, for reviewing my podcast and pointing out the other ones. And that is it for the headlines. I am always looking for cool news stories and sources. If you have any stories you think I should share or any events you think I should share, you can email me at feedback at ColoradoTechweekly.com, share them on the Colorado Tech Weekly Facebook page, or send a tweet and include the hashtag Colorado Tech. Speaking of feedback, last week I got an email from Hillary with Bigger Pockets in Denver, who wanted to know if I wanted to have their CEO Josh Dorkins on the podcast. I've seen Josh's name around. I believe he did speak at the Denver Founders Meetup in January. And I would love to have him on as a guest. Actually, I'd love to have anyone on as a guest. I'd also love to have intro music and sound effects, which I am working on, getting those sounds, but I still need a way to play them. To help out, make this podcast better, so that I can have guests, maybe even a co-host, and some sounds... Go to patreon.com slash coloradotechweekly to help out. I also got an email asking me to promote producthunt.com, which I've seen as a great way to give startups some exposure. As this is more of a tech podcast than a startup podcast, it's not really my thing, but I wanted to let you know about it. I also saw a few tweets using the Colorado Tech hashtag. Ross Friedman used it to promote an event that talks about IT and employee engagement. And David Hose used it to promote the Turnpikers podcast. It's really cool to see the Colorado Tech podcast being used to promote Colorado Tech. Now, let's look ahead to the top 10 upcoming events. We'll start with three events on Wednesday, March 9th. The Denver Java Users Group is hosting Jim Moore at the Toliva offices to talk about Git Internals. Not sure if I said that company name right. Also on Wednesday is the first day in a 12-week deep dive into UI and UX. That'll be at Galvanize with Universal Mind. And lastly on Wednesday, Refresh Denver is hosting Zachary Cohen of Return Path at Galvanize to talk about cross-departmental communication and delivery. Thursday is when all the cool things are happening. On Thursday, March 10th, Learn to Code Colorado is focusing on learning Git and GitHub. At Galvanize Platte in Denver. Also on Thursday, Node.js Denver is hosting a Node School workshop at Galvanize in Denver. Now that's a different office than Galvanize Platte. Galvanize Platte is downtown, and Galvanize is in the Golden Triangle, I think it's called. Then on Thursday as well, Turing School is hosting their demo night. Oh, I missed an event. I lost myself. All right, so Thursday, we have Learn to Code Colorado, Galvanize Platt. We have Node.js Denver at Galvanize. We have Turing School hosting their demo night. Now I'm back on track. Then we have the Data Science and Business Analytics Meetup, which are going to be mixing things up with the Graph Nerds Boulder Meetup to host a talk about natural language processing with Graph and Neo4j. And then we have my favorite event of the week, mostly because I actually get to go to it. That's Sea level at a mile high. It'll be at Sports Authority Field Thursday night. I hope to see you there. If you're going, send me an email or a tweet just to let me know so I can say hi. After Thursday, I don't have any events listed until Tuesday, March 15th. Which is a good thing, because maybe everyone else will be with me at the St. Patrick's Day parade on Saturday downtown. Is it really already almost St. Patrick's Day? I can't believe it's already that time of the year. Anyways, I've gone off on a tangent. On Tuesday, March 15th, the Denver iOS Developers Users Group is hosting a talk about bringing existing iOS apps to tvOS and Apple TV, which is a thing. Then we have the last event listed this week. Regis University and the Rocky Mountain Oracle Users Group are sponsoring a showing of the women in tech movie Code Debugging the Gender Gap. This will be happening on Tuesday, March 15th at Regis Northwest Campus. That is it for this episode of the Colorado Tech Weekly Podcast. You can find everything we discussed in this episode at coloradotechweekly.com which is also shared on Facebook every Monday morning at facebook.com slash Colorado Tech Weekly. Don't forget to donate to the Patreon page at patreon.com slash Colorado Tech Weekly. And if you want all of the Colorado Tech news all the time, follow me on Twitter at ScottPantel.com, or sorry, just at ScottPantel. Or if you want the tech news and none of my other nonsense, follow the Colorado Tech hashtag on Twitter. You can find what projects I'm working on at scottpantel.com. Thanks. Have a good week. Whew. All right, then.